Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm good. A I'm okay. tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good. I'm okay. Yeah. I my I woke up with a broken blood vessel. I don't mm. know if YouTube can see it, but I have a big old bloodshot eye. I've never had that before. It's like I got punched in the eye. I know. It wasn't I know. me, y'all. I didn't touch my wife. No, I don't know. I It could be because it... Like I, I told you, I was bent over like on the dishwasher. So strained a little bit, maybe. Like, yeah, pressure. I don't know. Yeah. But I have that. I didn't sleep well. And you know what it made me realize? The reason why we've been able to get more consistent with this podcast is because I do it whether I'm in the mood to do it or not. Yes. Because we want to give our. fans audience something to listen to it's nice when they you know you have something to look forward to yeah and before uh, i'll be honest like when i first started it i would only do it when i was in a good mood Mm -hmm. when i was on my game when everything was going great yeah i would do the podcast Mm -hmm. or going well you know where i had like all these encouraging motivating (laughs) things to share and i think that what's made us more consistent is now we just are on regardless like as if it's a job we treat it more like a job so even when the day's going a little south or we're not in the mood or whatever, we still do it. Mm-hmm. And today's one of those days because I'm not in the mood. I'm just right. I'm just grumpy. You're human. You're tired. <laughs> of course, we're both are. Grumpy because we had issues with, it's like when it rains, it pours mm-hmm. with things going wrong. Like our TV went out, like it's been going out for like a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's been driving me crazy because like when I turn it on, it takes mm-hmm. like, Sometimes 30 to 45 minutes to like kick on because the, the, you know, whatever it's called, the color, the the color doesn't kick in or something Mm -hmm. like that. So we need to replace the TV. The dishwasher went out, just stopped working. Mm -hmm. Then we got a new dishwasher and got it installed and it only worked once and now it's still, now it's not working again. That's been going on literally for, this is the third day of the dishwasher debacle and it's driving me crazy. I know. Because I can't stand when things are unfinished. Me too. And so that's annoying. And just everything else. It's like, it's Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. It's emotional because of that. Yes. It's like the thought of like all of the things, like I'm normally super busy all the time. And now it's literally a month of my normal super busy self with 25% more things loaded onto that. Yeah. Christmas and Christmas shopping and every, you know, all of the things that come along with Christmas, putting up the tree, taking down the tree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have like this, I'm having like a daily debate with myself. Put up the tree, don't put up the tree, put mm-hmm. up the tree. Like, I just don't feel like it's it. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Oh my it. God. It's, it's your first one without your mother. It's hard to get into the spirit. Yeah. And so just, I'm struggling. Yes. Like I am just struggling, but thank you for my espresso. I told you when you handed it to me right now, what did I say? What did I say? You're welcome. No. I, what did I say though? What I, when you handed this to me this morning? You need it. You don't remember what I said specifically? Um, babe, I'm a, I haven't slept good. I I'm said, tired. is there tequila in there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired too. I didn't sleep too good. 
I slept good, and then I woke up, and my mind was fucking racing, and, and I couldn't go back to sleep, and it pisses me off. I hate that. I heard you fiddling two times. It woke me up. That's how light of a sleeper I was last night, fiddling with the uh, melatonin. I heard you open it, and then I heard you chomping on the melatonin. <laughs> Did no. they put you back to sleep, though? No. It didn't? No. So you were up the whole time? Yeah, I was kind of in and out. Just couldn't fucking fall back to sleep. Pisses me off. I hate that, like. Once my mind starts racing and thinking. That's how I am. God, I get mad. Like, dude, stop it. Go to sleep. You have stop to thinking. think of like, Fuck. you have to sleep literally count sheep. You Man. have to live. You have to I don't turn. have a hard time going to sleep. It's no, when I wake don't. up throughout the night. Like if Me I wake too. up and I start, something's on my mind thinking. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I want to go back to sleep. I don't want to think about nothing right now. But that damn dishwasher, you got me kind of. But I didn't. Im- I was working on it. What do you mean you didn't? You didn't even pay attention. You were know, like on the it couch. Just, it was on my mind too. It was bothering me. It's, un- it's unfinished, unsettled. I was troubleshooting, and you weren't partaking in it. So I don't know I was why you. What I could, I was watching a little TV. I don't want to fuck my Saturday up too, man. Be all pissed off. Stop with the f bombs, or I'm gonna be editing for ten million years on right. YouTube. <laughs> damn, can't even use that word on YouTube. Uh, well, not a lot. If yeah. you, you've said it okay. five times in the last. Two minutes. So if it's said Sorry. a lot, I don't then feel it's... good today. So, oh well, give me a pass. I don't feel like doing this either. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm tired. Uh, well, I like sitting on that couch and watching football all day. But we're here. We're gonna do this. Yeah, it is. That, that's what real. You know what, you guys? This is real life. But I do want to talk about a couple of things. But this is real life. Just so people know, Same it's not. Gym. It's not always like. Mm-mm you know, rainbows and butterflies. Yes. Okay. You know, I'm not trying to bring you guys down on this Monday, but hey, on the positive note for you guys listening, it's a short week. It is a short week. Probably you guys only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe. And then you have a couple days off. So that's nice. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. A lot of people got four day weekend. A lot of people take this week off though too. Yeah. They take the whole week off. So I I was corporate. I had like time off. I'll take this week off for what? Yeah, it's exactly. A it's a good anyways. time. It's a light week. So yeah, that's the good thing. Mm-hmm. It is a light week. And it is a light week for us too. We're only going to have this podcast episode. Um, we're not going to have our typical Friday episode. We'll be back next Monday. Mm-hmm. And we will recap Thanksgiving and stuff like that then. And then I'm also not doing a coaches chat on Wednesday. Like I literally kind of scaled back and made it a light week. I normally don't do that. Um but I thought, you know, I'm going to do that because I, I just have a lot going on. So I'm going to just scale it back a little for the holiday. So that's a, a positive note is a little less. Uh, <laughs> you're still scratching your hand. Damn, you have to like call out the obvious. I can't <laughs> just scratch my hand without you pointing it out. Jeez. No, but I feel bad for you. My like, knuckles itch. Like I you, scratched no, it. But no big deal. It's not even the knuckle I got that, bit on. Oh, I know what not? you're trying to say. No, I just, it just itch and I went like this. I just scratched oh, it. Oh, I, I literally was going to say, like, maybe we should look into getting some, like, cream for it if it was the where you got no, stung, I'm but good. it's not. Mm, it's I'm a different good. one. Yeah. You know what it could be that triggers it is the tattoo there. Dryness. I don't know. Could be. From when you go out walking, do you wear gloves? No. The dryness from the cold from the cold um, air. Mm. You think? I don't know. I don't give it that much thought. It just scratch. I itch. <laughs> not that big of a deal no but you because you're doing it a lot lately i noticed my other knuckle was oh that's where you where i got bit by the stung by a bee yeah stung by a bee hmm well so yeah on on the happy note it's a short week for um most people but um do you think they still do super wednesday do you think that's popular among young people 
Like to go out the night before? Yeah. Yeah. It's always been popular. Yeah. Did you guys know like- I did it way back in the- I did. Like it was exciting. It was such a fun night. Like because everybody's off on Thursday Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to cook dinner on the day before Thanksgiving. So Wednesday is a very popular night to go out to a late dinner and out. Mm -hmm. Young people party. A lot of movie nights. A lot of movie nights. Mm -hmm. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea for us maybe to do a movie. Maybe that long ass movie, <laughs> that long ass movie you want to see, Wakanda, three hour Wakanda Forever movie might be a good time. Uh, is there usually there's a big blockbuster that comes out on Thanksgiving weekend? We might actually end up seeing a couple of movies this weekend. Maybe because maybe you can go that and then maybe one time on the weekend. I like the movies. The movies makes me happy. Yeah, it's nice to get out of the house. You know. Yeah. It's it's because yeah we could watch it on here in the house, but it's not the same experience. No, it's you know, not the same. Sometimes they come out of the movie theater app. That's so dumb. Like, why would you release it at the same time? I don't like app? that. No, that's it, dumb. It bothers Wait a month. Me. Yeah, at least it's a new trend that? ever since the pandemic. Is yeah, they stop it? They gotta stop it. Certain movies release in the theaters and on a specific app at the same time. Yeah, that's dumb. Peacock has a lot of that. Remember yeah, Halloween weird. released? Yeah, and that's annoying. But um, <clears throat> Wakanda they, is not. Wakanda is just in the theaters. They pay buku money. I'm sure these apps for them for the for the rights. Oh, I'm games. sure. Yeah. But it's not the same experience for me. I think it's great for second viewing. Like I love to watch a movie, you know, a second time that I loved, you know, or yeah. a third time or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't want the first time of a movie I really want to see. I want to see it in the theater. I mm-hmm. like the experience. Plus. Let's be honest. I don't watch uninterrupted movies at home. I don't discipline myself to turn off my phone and stay off the computer. I I multitask. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it's something I really want to see, it's the uh, it's disciplines me to literally just watch the movie. You yep. don't check your phone. You're literally just watching the movie. Yep. Put your phone. I don't even like to go to the bathroom and miss anything. So that's why I like to go see a movie in the theater is because it makes me discipline because. It's hard for me not to like check my phone. You have a hard time even in the theater. You can't help yourself. In the theater? Yeah, I've seen you pull out and I'm like, hey, put it away. The screen's hella bright. Oh, I only, only if like I get a notification, like I just check for emergencies. That's my anxiety. Yeah. That's my anxiety. I think with my Apple Watch now though, I don't think that would be an issue because if I had a, if even if I have it on do not disturb, if some someone that's in my important list were mm-hmm. trying to get a hold of me, I would still get the notification on my, on my watch. So that helps because it like I also uh, will leave my phone when I remember I leave my phone in the car during my workouts because I have my Apple watch because a lot of times it's anxiety driven. I want to make sure there's no emergencies because my mind will like if I have no way for someone to communicate with me, my mind will go crazy and like think, oh, my God, I hope I hope nothing bad is happening. Man negative thinking no it's it's anxiety it's it, it's ptsd from like my life over the past year yeah i hear you you know what i mean but it's nice to have a little break from the phone yeah it's i nice. know what you mean since i watch tv too and i look at my phone it's so god we're so hooked to our devices huh it sucks i i yeah gotta break that habit and i am going to talk a little bit about habits in this um episode because i just you know been reading like some fascinating things now speaking of habits I read a book, Atomic Habits, before, and while I recommend reading those kind of books, sometimes when you read a book like that, it Mm -hmm. becomes overwhelming. It feels like there's so much information, there's a lot to do. 
You know what I mean? Sensory overload. And yeah, sensory overload. Information overload, yeah. So I like to kind of like break those kind of things down into really like smaller things to focus on. When I read, I I actually even don't enjoy reading a lot of like self-help books or like business-related books because I feel like it's overwhelming. And then suddenly you feel like you have an overwhelming amount of things to work on and change can't do that you you've read a lot of self-help books though how do you mm-hmm. how do you like reading those so they're good you know they're good for the mentals you know it doesn't overwhelm you nah i don't take on too much either my mind so i got a uh kindle i've been wanting to get one for a while because um it's easier to read and fall asleep to a Kindle than a real book because you don't have to turn the pages. You just tap, you kind of like just touch the screen with your finger mm-hmm. to turn the page because sometimes even the act of turning pages or holding the book would keep me awake. Mm. So I've been having a hard time sleeping. And so I ordered the Kindle to see if that would help because I'm trying not to watch as much TV and then my phone kind of keeps me up. So the Kindle was the first time I used it last night, and I it, it did help me fall asleep easier. That's good. Got you tired, huh? Got that brain. Yeah, like I was able to like turn out, off the lights, turned off the pretty, TV. Yeah, you were out pretty early. And I read until, and it's little, so you just drop, you put it down, like it just can drop out of your hand as you fall asleep, and and you're good. But I won't read again, like self help books, business books, or anything like that. It's guilty pleasure books. So anyone have any book recommendations? I'm looking for book recommendations because I'm going to try to create a new habit, speaking of habits, and read before bed. Instead of TV. Yeah. That's a good one. Reading will knock you out. It'll get you tired. Because what I notice with TV is I'll fall asleep, but I keep waking up because the TV stays on. I'll keep waking up and so bright and Yeah. So I think it's okay to watch a little bit of TV when you go to bed, but then to go to sleep, mm-hmm. turn off everything, and then read a little bit to like full-blown put you into sleep. Tyler's the one who told me to do it because he does it and it helps him. Reads at night? hmm Good for him. But he said he can read like finance books and stuff like that. Everybody's brain's built I'm different. I'm like, oh, I wish. My hamsters would be like on another level. Huh? Yeah. On another level. Yeah. Um. So in terms of Thanksgiving, I talked a little bit about this with my clients or whatever. Don't try to diet on Thanksgiving. Hmm. Like if you love Thanksgiving food and like the memories with family or whatever, like don't worry about it on Thanksgiving, but don't go balls to the wall for four days either. No. Thanksgiving is one day. Yeah. It's not four. You know what I mean? I don't love it. I don't either. Mm -mm. I'll be honest. I'm not turkey and... I I do like the bash if they're done right, potatoes and gravy and the stuffing. Oh God, the, the pressure! Because yeah. <laughs> that's what we're responsible but, but for. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't love it. Regardless, yeah, it's not I like oh, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. It's not mine. We, when do we eat turkey and potatoes and stuffing? Just that one time a year. Mm-mm. That's it. I don't know. So for me, I don't either. But I'll, I'll try a little bit of everything. I'll fill up on the protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't we don't bring leftovers either. No. Thanksgiving. Some Mm-mm. people love it. They absolutely love that kind of food. No, I know. Like the there's a famous episode of Friends um where Ross 
saves his Thanksgiving leftovers and he makes a turkey sandwich with a moist maker, which is a the middle a middle piece of bread dipped in gravy. And one year, my nephew and I made. And Tyler, I think, was involved too. We made those sandwiches because we wanted to be like the episode of Friends with the moist maker. How was it? It was actually really good. You know, oh. my dad's gravy is so good. So yeah. you soak the one piece of sliced bread in gravy. And so every bite has like a soak, you know, like a And then you gravy. put two pieces? In, then you put- I mean, you, you layer your, your you layer in the middle? In, okay. And you layer in- turkey and stuffing and then your moist maker and you put more stuffing more turkey and then the other piece of bread and so it's like a thick sandwich it, it was good it was, that was friends inspired um but i don't yeah i'm not so my plan is to do that just kind of like i'll try you know because we're doing potluck style so mm-hmm. we're probably going to be have some sort of di- like different dishes this year like you know so i might be interested trying trying a little bit of other things, but I won't go like crazy. Yeah, no. But I also, again, I won't pay attention. I won't be like trying to track macros or anything on that day, but I also am not going to go like crazy. But one thing I just want to stress to you guys is remember that Thanksgiving, it's okay to enjoy the memories, enjoy the family time. Yes. The problem is when people turn one day into four days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really try not to do that. Try to plan ahead and kind of like have what you're going to planning to eat on Friday prepped so that you get right back into the routine of your healthy lifestyle. But if you do find yourself um, overindulging, you know, at the very least, get back on track Monday. But I do, you know, stress that you should just be mindful and not go have this free for all mindset for four days because that's hard to kind of recover from. Yeah. I don't know the last time that I've gone balls to the wall for four days consecutive. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't like the way I feel. I feel gross. It's not even about. Sometimes on cheat day I feel kind of gross. Too. Yeah. And that's one day. Yeah. I don't even, I wouldn't even want to eat like that two days in a row. Like I, I like the way I feel and I love what I eat. Mm-hmm. So I don't crave that. You know, if if you're feeling like you need to do that, then maybe you need to rethink like, what are you eating that you don't like eating so badly? Because you should be looking forward to your food every day. Yes. Um, so maybe you should think maybe you're over restricting. Maybe you need to rethink that. That's why I, that's what I work with my clients on. It's like, mm, I like my like regular food, to be honest. Like sometimes I'm like, eh, my, I'm not even like yesterday we had in and out. I like in and out. I don't even, I didn't even finish all of mine, but you know, I, I enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. earlier for lunch, I had a chicken protein bowl at Luna. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, I didn't, yeah. I stayed, uh, cause I like that. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I That's enjoy it. matters. I think yeah. we, cheat or cheat day, you don't have to necessarily go out and eat like the worst foods. You no. can actually stay on your macros, just eat a little more, honestly. Yeah, I just inc- I just like to have like a more of a surplus day of calories. I've always felt uh, for me personally that it that keeps my body, my metabolism from adapting and I stay I have a real nice active healthy metabolism because it's it doesn't have predictable caloric intake. Yeah. I always kind of throw a wrench in there and have a, like a surplus day. And mm-hmm. so sometimes that revs up your metabolism. You got to think your your metabolism adjusts accordingly based on how you are feeding it. So yes, it is normal and not ruining your metabolism for your metabolism to slow down when you eat less. 
it's normal. Of course, you're eating less, so your metabolism works doesn't have to work as hard. Mm-hmm. So um, it can become predictable. But if you kind of like, and that's why for my clients, I tell them like, don't stick to like, this is your calories. And that is exactly the amount of calories you have to eat every day. I have them on a scale that they yeah. can kind of go up and down. And that's good too, because your body doesn't get fixated on this is how much fuel I get. So let me try to like figure out how many systems I can power down to function the best on this fuel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If it doesn't know exactly because you're always all over the place a little bit, it's better for your metabolism in the long run. Yeah. Especially if you're on like a long-term calorie deficit. Yeah. Well, back in the days, you know, I grew up on that bodybuilding bro science era. There would be like eat three days good and a fourth day carb loader whatever throw throw trick your metabolism and then go back to normal again the next day yeah that was like a thing back and that's similar back then. that's kind of like yeah, it was like a thing back then i remember yeah do. i feel like i do feel like it it helps me um and mentally and everything it's kind of nice to have a day where i just like kind of like take take it off somewhat you know yeah but if you've created like really healthy habits and you're not being restrictive that day becomes less special Mm -hmm. it's just another day yeah it's just another day where you just eat a little more and if you're starting to feel that you're on the right track Mm. i think if you're like counting down the minutes until you get to it like a cheat day and you're like oh my god i can't wait i can't wait and then you get there and you got go overboard you have to kind of rethink like the rest of your week. It's a little too restrictive if you're feeling like that. Yeah. You know, Um, but I do want to talk about habit loops. So I want you to even kind of think about some of what your habits are because we can talk through it. Because honestly, you guys, and I talk about this all the time, but in order to change your life, like literally change your life, you have to change your habits. If you change your habits, Mm -hmm. you will have a totally different life. And you have to, in order to really change your habits, you have to kind of understand them a little bit and understand how the brain works. So that's what I wanted to talk about really is like habit loops. And I learned a lot of this from reading Atomic Habits. But like I said, I felt like when I read the book, which is a good book, I recommend it. It was just overwhelming. And so you kind of like, it's hard to implement things. But it's so if you break it down, Um, Maybe it's a little easier to implement. So we'll just talk about a few things today that maybe you could literally implement and and see if it's helpful. And you can do so first by like identifying what your current habit loops are. That's the best way to start. So what a habit loop is, is you have a cue, a routine, and then a reward. That's how our brains work. So you have something that cues up the routine that triggers you to go into your routine and you do the routine because you want to get the reward. Yeah. So like, for example, and I'm going to use this example because I made it a goal for November to not snooze my alarm. So I had to really think about, okay, what is my current habit? If my current habit loop is I'm snoozing, Mm -hmm. then what does that look like in my habit loop? So my cue is, the alarm goes off. Yes. And my routine is I hit snooze. Mm. And the reward is more sleep. Mm. So my brain, when, it, when the alarm goes off, it's not thinking, get up. It automatically, your brain will skip the routine. It's not thinking about the routine. When you hear the cue, your brain thinks about the reward. Mm. 
So my brain is just thinking, oh, the alarm went off, but that's okay. I'm getting, more, I'm about to get more sleep. I, I, and when I think about this, it's like blows my mind because I used to do this so much when I was in high school or even my corporate days, I would snooze three or four times and it was exciting. And like, I would get in trouble. Like my husband at the time would be like, I don't freaking understand why you snooze 25 times every day. Yeah. Because to me, it was a reward to think, ooh, I could snooze five more times. Ooh, I can snooze four more. It's freaking psycho. Yeah, you gotta right? get up. I don't do that. So the thing is, you wanna, you wanna swap that routine. And in this circumstance, a lot of times in habit loops, all you have to do is change the routine. You can sometimes keep the cue and the reward the same. Just change the routine. Those are the easiest ones. Yeah. This one is a little harder. It's actually a little harder because I need to change the reward mm. also because the reward is not going to be more sleep. The cue is going to stay the same, right? My alarm's going to go off. Mm-hmm. The routine needs to change and the reward better be something good because it's not no longer going to be more sleep. Yeah. So for me, the cue is the alarm and the routine is to drink water. Mm. The reward had to change too. So the reward would be I get up and I know I'm going to watch YouTube. That's what I, my YouTube time is the morning time and I enjoy watching YouTube, but I don't really watch it any other time of the day. So my reward is, ooh, like I'm going to go watch my, my favorite YouTubes. But the key with this one, because it's a morning one, I have to like drink water for like a good five to 10 seconds. I have to kind of like really like drink some water. You feel like going through your body? Because the brain takes seven seconds to wake up once you open your eyes. So you won't even really like right away remember your reward. <laughs> So for that one, and you know what? It's working. That's dope. When you experiment on yourself and it's, it's you don't freaking, snooze no more. No. That's right. It, it must I have be not snoozed. No. It's working. It's Thank working. Goodness, that's irritating for people who don't. It you know. is, right? Yes. So the good thing is not all habit loops are even that difficult. Sometimes all you have to do is change the routine. And routines routines is the most important thing because routines establishes habits right Mm -hmm. so all you have to do a lot of times is change your routine in your habit loop and you can keep the cue and the reward the same Mm -hmm. or sometimes you can really start to think like oh what's a better reward that'll make it even easier to solidify this routine so basically this is how a habit habit loop works your brain gets the cue and it'll automatically want the reward so you just have to think what is the routine And this is where you plug in healthy lifestyle routines. What is the routine that I'm going to put in here Mm -hmm. that's going to earn that reward? Gotcha. So here's another habit that I have. It's it's a big habit that I have. Um, I have a habit that at 7 p.m. I get into bed. I go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's my routine because at 7 p.m. I get my ice cream. I always have an ice cream treat every night. And at 7 p.m., when the clock strikes 7, my body goes, ooh, ice cream time. But I don't let myself just eat the ice cream. I go to bed. That's my routine. So if I wanted to change that routine, let's just say I wanted to start staying up a little later, which I don't actually because I like my routine. But I could easily 
because that is pretty solid. It's a, a cue can be a time. That's a very common cue. So my cue is seven. My reward is ice cream. Those two things are solid. My body loves my little ice cream treat. Mm. I could easily insert like a 30 minute walk there. So like, remember how I told you I wanted to like maybe start walking in the evenings? Yes. That's how I would have to create a habit out of that is I would have to insert that walk in between an established cue and reward that I have. If it's already established, it's going to be a lot easier to create the habit. Yeah. If I'm making a brand new habit loop, it's going to be a little hard. It's going to be a little longer. So like, say I want to start walking every day at 5 p.m. So my cue will be 5 p.m. The walk will be the routine, but I have to figure out what's my reward. But maybe it's, Maybe on that walk, I listen to my favorite podcast and I only will allow myself to listen to that podcast during that walk. And that could be a way that I can do an evening walk at 5 p.m. Yeah, because it gets your brain away from overthinking it because it's going to be cold. Right. You're going to be cold. It's afternoon. You kind of want to be in the house. No, well, you got to get your brain. Your brain is, your brain is a very predictable what creature. I do every morning. I walk my pup. But what do you look, so you do. And it's freezing outside at that time. But let's think about what your habit loop is. So your habit loop is in the morning and you have a time range usually, but in the morning, you that's your cue. It's morning time. Your routine is you take Pablo for a walk. What's your reward? What do you do every time you're on that walk? Is there something consistent that you do on that walk? Listen to a podcast. You listen to a podcast. Joe Rogan, I catch up. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That is your Help habit people. loop. Yeah. That is your habit loop. So you know that you're going to go get to catch up and listen to your favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. So your cue is morning time, you know, around the same time range usually. Yep. Drink water, wake up, drink coffee before I hit the road, you know, every morning. That's what I look forward to, my coffee. After so, but that's up. a different loop. That's a different loop. That's that's probably your reward for getting up your coffee. Yeah. So your cue is you it's wake up. Mm-hmm. You your wake up is your cue, mm-hmm. and your reward is the coffee. Would you say is the reward? So the routine is that you get up when you wake up. Yes. Do you snooze? No. You don't snooze. No, I wake right up. As soon as I'm up, I'm up. I don't fight it. So it's interesting because if you think about, and the best way to really do this, you guys, is to think about a healthy thing that you want to start incorporating. And this is also an important way to change your life. Remember I said change your habits, change your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. You do not want to change all of your habits at one time. That yeah. is not, No. it's not like realistic feasible. Not feasible. okay you just have to do one thing at a time so if you think about now you know what the habit loop is right so if you think about what is the routine what is that healthy thing that you want to start doing and then you have to plot out what is the cue for that thing what is the reward mm-hmm. what i challenge you to do is think about already something in your maybe you already have a cue and a reward established but you just got to swap out the routine something unhealthy for something healthy for something that's conducive to what you're trying to do bettering your life yes so you can that's the easiest thing in my opinion my opinion is it's easy if you already have a solid cue and reward established but if you don't you can create the entire habit loop and just know that it's going to take some time 
doing that Effort, routine reps yeah doing that habit loop for it to become you know a habit um, but another good thing to do. How long does it take? Is there studies done? I mean, anything Everybody's from every huh? fourteen to thirty days. Sometimes mm-hmm. people will say it takes to create a habit, but it depends because if you if you have like a bogus reward that's really not a reward, eh, it's going to take longer. Mm-hmm. If you have a strong reward, and you know what's funny is think about like your life. Think about the things you already do. Don't just start thinking of the things you want to do. Think about the places in your life that this already applies that you didn't even realize. Like, for example, back many years ago, 15 years ago, I didn't love exercise, okay? But my, I was a very busy, full-time work, two small kids, husband, family. I loved Grey's Anatomy. Mm. So I would only allow myself to watch Grey's Anatomy when I was on the elliptical machine. I would take my iPad to the gym and I would watch Grey's Anatomy on my iPad on the elliptical. So now that I think about it, that was a habit loop. Interesting. That I was a habit loop. Which you're which you're watching your thing. Look like you don't want to be bothered. Right, right. So like the you know, the cue was go to the gym. The 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 routine was I mean, the cue was Grey's, well, no, the reward would have been Grey's Anatomy. The mm-hmm. cue would have been, you know, it's time to go to the gym, like a gym time after work, which yeah. for me was after work, after the family had dinner. Yep. That was my cue. Feed the family, cue, go to the gym, get on the elliptical. That's the routine. Reward, I got to watch Grey's Anatomy. And so that's how I got my exercise in. And it became, you literally think... In my head, I didn't even think about the elliptical because your brain goes right to the reward. Yes, family had dinner, time to watch Grays. So that routine just kind of like plops in there and the routine is the thing you need to do. That's the healthy habit. Yeah, yep. Is that routine. But you get your brain to skip right over that. So you can think about the way, the things in your life that are already established and see if you can manipulate them a little bit to get them to be a healthier thing. Like, do you have any things, anything of habit loops in your, in your life that you could think about? Just what I just said in the morning that I do. But that's already a good thing. Do yeah. you have anything that's like when you've had a bad habit or it's something that you want to change? Mm. Can't think of anything. The other thing that you not working right now. I'm tired. Sorry, I'm not. The other thing that you can do is habit stacking. So habit stacking is pairing something you need that you need to do with something you want to do. That's a great way to do things that you need to do. So, for example, if you need to fold laundry you know, fold laundry while you are watching your favorite show. Yeah. So it's not dressful, right? Right. So pair, and I do that all the time. I always habit stack. So habit stacking just means you are doing something you need to do at the same, doing something you want to do. That's actually kind of like the same thing as my Grey's Anatomy because it's like something I need to do is get on the elliptical. Something I want to do is watch Grey's Anatomy. Mm. And so a lot of times you can kind of like stack things together like that as I, well. I, I, I do that too. Sometimes I'll listen like, again, 
a podcast while I'm mm-hmm. at the gym too, and it helps with the workout. Time flies; it's crazy. Yeah, so you're pairing something you're not, you're you not, need to do with something you're not you thinking do. about the workout as much. Even mm-hmm. though I'm doing it, I'm going hard. Your brain's kind of like it's it's a trip. It kind of takes you away from that, which is it's a good thing because mm-hmm. you're not dreading it. Does that make sense? Right. You're in the zone. Right. I try to get into that. No, zone. it does make sense. And so I think that if you start to think about all, uh, some of the things that you do that you like oh i just you know i what do i do to control my cravings think about your cravings though like is it because it's a habit loop do you have a craving that's a habit loop it's like every time you know the cue is sitting on the couch Mm. the reward is a sugary treat you know so you know no the cue is the cue would be like finishing dinner the routine is you go sit on the couch. The reward is when you sit on the couch, you get your sugary treat. So you have to think, so you're going from your dinner to the sugary treat, right? But that ru- that routine, sitting on the couch, yeah, you got to change that. Yep. Maybe, you, maybe you do get to, your cue still is you finish dinner. Maybe the reward still is you get a little sugary treat. Mm-hmm. But that routine can be different. Yep. You can change that routine like 20 minute walk. Still get the sugary treat. Mm-hmm. Now, some people will, experts will say, change the reward so that it's not food-based. I find that food-based rewards are fine. I don't think you need to be restrictive and think like, oh, you can't think of food as a reward. I don't agree with that. I think that you can um, if you properly have, you know, a good habit loop, you know, yeah. established. Now, mm-hmm. you can change some of those. Not all of your rewards should be food-based, but I think it's okay to have some rewards be be food-based. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Give you something to look forward to. Yeah. I, I Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with my nighttime treat, you know, reward. And you're, again, like, if it's something you love, like, I have someone like I, but I love to have my insert here then that that's fine. That means it's a strong reward. So capitalize on it. You know, if if your brain is already like real, it's already like a strong reward, then capitalize on that and create a good routine to get to that reward. Because yeah. remember, your brain is just going to go from the cue to the reward. You're not even going to think about the routine. And then what a routine is, what does that mean? When a routine becomes a habit, it's autopilot. Autopilot. It's I need, it's I, need I need to break up something. You just made me think about like I I got I'm gonna be honest with you. Staying up late mm-hmm. sometimes on that couch is 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 deadly because you know I like to medicate and sometimes I can't control the food demons and then I snack too much. I gotta stop that. You know? So there's a yeah. So you have I'm rewarding to- myself and I shouldn't. That's being honest. If I'm being honest with myself. So you are. You have to change it. So mm-hmm. the reward is the snacks. I guess, I guess, yeah. Maybe you need to, and you're trying to get to bed Smoke earlier. Weed. I sit on the couch and then I'll, I'll end up snacking. So here's the thing. Not good. Then you can just change that. So if you want the reward to be the, the snack, the routine is the smoke weed. Let's see. So the, ru- early, so the cue nothing. is you smoke weed. The routine should be you go to bed. Mm-hmm. You go to bed and you get your reward, which is the, the one snack. And that's your, you have to reinvent your nighttime routine. So your nighttime routine has changed. Yeah. You need to, to figure to out a good habit loop that uh-huh. gets you on a better nighttime routine. Maybe that's reading. Yeah. Maybe it's something, but you can create. So you have a, a new routine that's established. And you got to be careful because sometimes like you start to do something and it's not like conducive to like 
the lifestyle you want to lead or whatever. And then all of a sudden you've done it a few times and like now, shoot, here it is. It became a, it became a habit. So now you have to undo it. And so you have to kind of unravel it a little bit, but that's what I like. I like the thought of. It's a good way of thinking of things and breaking it down. Cause I think we overthink things. We overcomplicate things in our head. Mm -hmm. One thing about humans that I know is we're freaking overthinkers. I'm one of them, man, this brain of mine. And the key is to just work on becoming 1% better every day. See, that's what you need to teach Mm -hmm. your people. Because I think a lot of times when we think diet or change your nutrition or whatever you want to call it, your eating habits, 10 steps too many. Yeah. One, like you said, 1% better. 1% better. Don't think 100% better, 1%. People who try to go cold turkey from eating bad to a a, a restrictive diet, the failure rate is in the 90s. Yeah, because it's 90s. too restrictive. They're trying to be like, no, 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 I'm on a diet. No, Don't say 90s. that. I hate that. Get rid of that word. Get, I'm on a journey. Say, say I'm, I'm on, on a journey. journey. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to eat better. And don't don't, don't, don't even say it to too many people. Do your own journey. Because sometimes yeah, cause people, people got their always, they always like, opinions are like a-holes. Everybody got them, you know? And sometimes people, because they're not on the same journey you're on, or you, they see your type of motivation is better than theirs, or discipline, and they want to like, kick you down a little remember bit. like improvement like I, even i said the one percent better a lot of times i say like listen improvement. as long That's as you're consistent 80 percent of the time but sometimes that like that doesn't make sense to people either think about it like this break it down even more so like if you are trying to do better you can't just say like i'm trying to do better that's too vague yeah be more specific because the body likes data mm-hmm. so if you like say you eat three meals a day right now you're not focused on a healthy lifestyle but you want to be you want to get better you joined a program or whatever, but you still, perfection is not attainable. So work in increments. So say you want to get better. You have three meals a day right now. Twenty. That's 21 meals a week. Determine. Not including snacks. Yeah. What, you know, you can break it down yeah. further into that too. But I'm, I'm trying to do like, so if you have mm-hmm. 21 meals in a week, how many meals, and I don't have my calculator, but. You know, how many meals would be um, if you want to be consistent 80% of the time? Do 71 times 0.8 on your calculator. Okay, so if you had, is it 71? I'm sorry, 21. Three meals a day times seven seven days, that's 21 meals a day. So 21, that means like around 16 of those meals, give or take, you want to be on track meals. So make that happen. Mm. That's a good Prep. way of breaking it down. If you count yeah. how many meals and you go, okay, I got room for five of them to be a little. Yeah. So 16, may, what are those 16 meals going to be? Maybe you need to prep your breakfast for every day of the week. Guess what? That's seven meals right there. Now you're seven meals on track. Then you're going to, what is that? So 16 meals so minus seven. Now you only have nine meals left. Prep. Dad is calling. Oh. Um, maybe you have to prep some of your, you know, some more meals. So like if you prep your breakfast, that's seven. So now you only have nine meals left. You maybe have to prep like a few lunches and dinners or maybe all your five dinner, five lunches. So you've got seven breakfasts, five lunches. That's 12 meals. You're almost there. Almost there. So if you break it down, 
it's not as like overwhelming. And if you think about it, if you've got 21 meals, then you can think, oh, that's five meals where I can be a little loose. A little looser. And if I'm loose with five meals, maybe that's five dinners because your family likes to eat a certain way or whatever. So maybe for you, 80% consistency is I'm going to prep as many lunches and breakfasts as I can. And I'm going to eat with my family and kind of enjoy it and not obsess. And guess what? That's better than 99.9% of people out there. And if you weren't doing that before, if you weren't that consistent before, it's going to make a difference in your body. It's going to make a difference. And and, and not to get too off topic, but when we went to dinner the other night at uh, BJ's, Mm -hmm. you were like, look around you, the observation you made. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. And not to shame anybody. No, not, it's not about shaming. We're not shaming. shaming anybody, but man, we were surrounded by everybody looked obese around us, the whole bar area. We, I, I couldn't believe it either. You made the observation. I looked. I go, it is about, wow. it is not about shaming. No. It's about this is Awareness. why I do what I do. Awareness. We want, Dude, if you're not aware of where you're at in life or you have to question, am I healthy or not? Trust me, you're not healthy if you have to question. You know if you're fit and healthy. You know your blood markers are on point. You look and feel a certain way. When you're overweight and obese, and I've been there too, we both have, you don't feel good. I don't care what you want to tell yourself. Big is beautiful, overweight is beautiful. Cool. Hey, love yourself, but I don't care what you say. You don't feel good. I, I know when I'm over 10 pounds, just 10 pounds over my weight where I want to be at, I don't feel good. Right, and that's why that's I like pounds. feel, and and you guys, it's, it's so hard for me because it's like I want to reach so many people, yes. but it's like I can only reach so many people. Mm-hmm. But it's like I want to sit with them and be like, it's not what you think. It's not because I feel like people, they live a certain way because they think that to be thin, fit, healthy, whatever you want to call it, requires them not enjoying their life. Yes. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. It not is true. not true. It's actually, be- it's actually studies show that when you're fit, healthy, your mental health is a hundred times better too. People forget about that. This is the most important. It's, that's what I do it for. Mm-hmm. This first, everything second, the mind. So that being said, pay attention to how you. But feel. like I like my com my my concept here is thinking yes. like the reason why people don't do something is because they think it requires an overhaul, and it might. But that's not how you want to think about it because. You want to just strive for, like I just said, that 1% better. Break it all the way down. Yeah. Break it all the way down. And shouldn't we as humans want to reach our untapped potential internally? We all have a beast inside of us. It's just a matter of who wants to release it or not. You hated working out. Look at you now. You absolutely hated it when I first got with you. Exactly. You went through the motions. You did your little cardio watching Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. You did your little weight to go through. But now you're really. But what did it take trained. though? It mm. took time. Yes. And time. it took time effort creating habits and routines and and it took like over time i'm here if even five years ago you would have said hey you got to sign up for orange theory and you got to go this many days i would have never been able to do that it makes you shut down and run the other direction Mm -hmm. and that's why i think a lot of people they you know i'll be honest like right now my business is a little slower and it's like that's the problem that is the problem. Why is my business slower right now? Because people think, oh, I'm not going to do a program right now because it's the holidays. I want to enjoy myself. Mm. That's the wrong mindset. You're, you're going to enjoy yourself and do a lot of damage. If you're thinking, I'm not going to sign up now, but I want to sign up in January. God. 
That's a problem. That's the problem because yeah, listen. Get ahead of it now. It doesn't require restriction and it doesn't require you to not enjoy yourself. Mm. My clients are enjoying Thanksgiving. Yeah. It does require you to now be mindful all the time, 100% of the time, forever. When That's part can, of it. When you, like you, you've mastered yourself, meaning what you put in your body, you kind of got it down, what you know what to do. When you reach that level of mastery, it's the best. There's no way of slicing. I don't care what people say. It's the best because you're in control of you. Mm-hmm. Not letting the food control. You're controlling it, mm-hmm. what you're putting into your body. That's the best to have that kind of power. You know what's nice? Because I've been different things in my life. I've been the fit person at a restaurant feeling sad, looking at the menu, going like, oh my God, what am I going to order? Or feeling guilty because there's not anything that's you know, going to be clean enough. I've been that person. I can understand if you are someone that, you know, maybe you have a lot of weight to lose or whatever, and you think it takes being that person to get to where you want to be, how you might think like, that's not worth it to me. I can get that. But what I can tell you that I've learned in the past decade is you don't have to be that person. You don't have to be that person that that is deprived at a restaurant, that you can be that person that is enjoying yourself in moderation and still looking and feeling your best. That's what I try to teach. And it's not sexy, unfortunately, what I teach. It's not sexy because what's sexy is either is, you know, lose 30 pounds in 30 days. That's what's sexy for people. Um. And I don't, that's not what I, I teach. I hate when I see those signs posted. Mm-hmm. We used to be out walking to the telephone right. pole. 30 pounds in 30 days. Really? Sure. You guys are really selling And then this? gain 60 pounds yeah, in 30 really days. Selling, like, oh, come on, let's be realistic. Even professional athletes have a super hard time doing that. This is a pro athlete now. Fighters, et cetera, mm-hmm. whatever. A regular Joe, everyday Joe? No, sorry. Not, not feasible. So fake. They just take your money and rob you blindly. That's what they yeah. do. They do. So that's why it's hard because I have to like, you know, I try to reach a lot of people and I try to help people. But so at the end of the day, it boi- it does boil down to these habits and routines that I'm talking about. Like changing your habits will change your life, but do not try to change everything all at once. And no. unfortunately, no. a lot of times that is what joining a program means. Mm-hmm is they want to just do all the things all at once, then you're going to go 100 miles an hour and then you're going to come to a complete stop. Yes. Join a program, a lifestyle program, but start at like, you know, putt-putting around 10% and 20%, 30% get better as Mm -hmm. you go. And then, you know, you'll get to that 100%, but it's better to ease into it. Yeah. And so habit, habit loop, is a good way to start, like thinking about those things. Mm-hmm. Habit stacking, meaning getting things done that you need to get done um, by pairing it with something that you like to do. That makes it easier to create the the healthy routine. Um, and only just striving, making small changes every day. I like to say like you're you're laying bricks for a solid foundation. Yeah. And when you say lifestyle change, it's a lifestyle, you guys. It's not for now. Meaning, oh, I'm only doing this for three months and I'm going to reach my goals in six months. 
this is forever. Mm-hmm. And don't get scared by that. Forever. Fitness forever is good. Yeah. Controlling your eating, being the master of your own body is a great thing. Master yeah. your mind. No, you're right. And you know what I feel is a big problem? And, and that's another thing. I don't mean mm-hmm. to cut you off. Is When I first learned how to like com- fight, com- com- train to fight, like Muay Thai and boxing, I didn't know how to throw a punch or a kick correctly. I felt like an idiot. I was like, damn, this is way harder. Fast forward, I've been doing it 12 plus, 13 years now. I'm still learning and getting better, but now I'm way better than I first was. Why? Because I stayed with it all these years. Mm-hmm. I stick with it. We'll stick with it. Same thing's going to happen to you guys. Your workouts will get better over time. You're eating. You'll master your eating. You'll master your mental. Everything. It'll all fall into place. Yeah. And like, takes think, time. Again, think about it like you're on time. a journey. Journey. Yes. And you know what I think is like a big problem? And I want to just leave with this because it's a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. When people ask, like they'll ask about my workout routine and they'll think I work out a lot. I actually don't. I don't work out a lot. That's the problem. The problem is people attribute healthy things as being a lot or obsessive. Like that's why is it obsessive to work out one hour a day, but it's not obsessive to watch two to three hours of TV a day? You know, no, why do people, they're, they're so quick to say like, oh, you're obsessed with this or you're like, that seems like a lot. But look at your screen time on your phone. I guarantee you it's more than an hour a day mm-hmm. screen time. But you're, you know what I mean? People don't think like, oh, that's too much. But the minute they feel like, oh my God, you, you do, you know, how much do you work out? Like, mm-hmm. it, listen, I'm not running a marathon every day I know. it's not it's not that much there's 24 hours in a day you should have a good amount of time every single day allocated for movement mm-hmm. and it should not be deemed excessive if you are trying to move every day so if you're watching three hours of tv maybe two hours of tv and one hour podcast and we'll walk for that hour or go work out for that hour yeah or get on a treadmill and watch that tv that screen time, See, yep. look at your screen it. time. Yes. Create a habit loop with it. Maybe you should say like, you know what? Screen time, screen time only comes with movement time. I can no longer just scroll on my phone. So the reward is you get to scroll because you love to scroll TikTok. Mm-hmm. The routine should be get on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. See? And that's how you create a, a good habit. And so like the that. cue, the cue would be a time. A great cues to do is always like doing a time. Times are really good cues for people because you could set alarms. Mm-hmm. So like a 6 p.m. cue is the reward, TikTok time, but the routine, treadmill time. Mm-hmm. So the cue, your alarm, the routine, treadmill, the reward, TikTok. Yep. You can do that with everything so i want to know what you guys are going to do we're spoiled we have all these devices now. i know 20 years ago you had to do stair mass with nothing in the oh, cold head- garage okay. with nothing your music your music your headphones and your with a walkman a cd player or whatever before <laughs> <laughs> yeah Way yeah different. so you know if you're watching this on youtube or or you know i want to know you guys comment what you're gonna do watch us on youtube while you do your cardio how about that there you go See? look at that you guys watch us that's two hours a week mm-hmm so not this week, but mm-hmm. most weeks, that's two hours. So you should say like, you know what? I'm not going to watch my Candidly with Coffee unless I'm on the treadmill. There you go. Or I'm not going to listen to my Candidly with Coffee unless I'm on a walk. Yeah. So those people that listen to us every day, I know who you are because you contact me all the time saying you look forward to the episodes. Mm-hmm. 
make us a good make us a good routine make our make us the reward like i do create, with my joe rogan yeah, every morning create a walk. create a good routine out of the candidly with coffee reward yep all right you guys thank you so much thank see you, you next week bye bye